Hey, it's your pal Mike Shea from Sly Flourish, and I am here on a special episode, uh, a special show in which we are talking about the Lazy DMs Companion. I just today, earlier today at 1230-ish Eastern Standard Time, launched the Kickstarter for the Lazy DMs Companion. Uh, in this show, uh, I wanted to let anybody, I'm on Twitch right now live, and I wanted anybody to come by and ask any questions they have about the Kickstarter, and we'll see where things go. And I can talk about what's there, we can get into some details of uh, things that are going to be in it that aren't in the sample chapters yet. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, I really want to, I really wanted to open it up to anybody to come in and ask about anything they've got. I will probably do a couple of these, uh, throughout the Kickstarter. I think it'll be useful for people to come in and ask any questions they have about the Kickstarter itself, about how delivery works, about, you know, a uh, question about like the three different formats for the books are one of the things we could talk about. So there's lots of reasons, lots of, lots of ways to do it. Uh, if you are in Twitch and if other people can remind other people to do this, uh, because new people come in as the show goes. Uh, if you have a question that you want me to see, please type the word question all in caps and then your question after that. That way I can scan and see it. Uh, but I think there's a couple of people that already that already did it. Uh, DM Chromey says, funded in 20 minutes. I thought you didn't like those tags. Yeah, I don't like them until I had one. <laughs> um, yeah. So, right. I know. I was like, oh, funded in 20 minutes. Like, you know, the problem is that people put funded in 20 minutes usually didn't have as much. But we actually did fund in 20 minutes. And we funded the actual cost of the book. Like the, the amount of money that I required to make this book was not, uh, was, wasn't small. And we met it, and we met it very quickly. I was very, very happy. Uh, I was surprised that it funded that quickly. Uh, I'm, I am, I am humbled uh, by the support. Um, you know, it's, it's very interesting. The, the feelings on it. I'm, I'm, I mean, conflicted isn't really the word. Obviously, everything is great. Everything is fantastic. But there is a big obligation that comes with that too. And I want to make sure that I'm putting the best book in people's hands. So I'm very excited. Uh, uh, I'm very excited for, uh, for, for the whole thing. And I really can't wait till the book is done. I can't wait to give it to you guys. Uh, and I can't wait to get it in print and I can't wait to hold it in print. And then I can't wait to see lots of people say, wow, I just got this book at my door and it's awesome. So I am, I am really excited about that. Uh, so let's see. I think there was a question that was already there. Will, will there be a hardcover version of the handbook? No, there will only be a softcover version because it's only 64 pages. And if you do a, uh, if you do a hardcover version of a 64-page book, it ends up looking like Babar. You know, and I, I don't want it to look like a children's book on the shelf. So uh, soft cover is a better way to go. It also doesn't make economic sense uh, to make a hardcover book. You end up, you're, you're just paying for the cardboard, right? So um, yeah, so the Lazy DMs Companion itself being a 64-page book will be a soft cover, perfect bound, uh, soft cover, perfect bound book. I have seen examples of the kinds of books that are almost exactly the same size. And that, that, that size is really, is really going to work out. I'm, I, I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident in that. DM Chromie says, I've been using your books digital this whole time. It'll be nice to have that sweet, sweet offset printed material. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the, the big deal. And it's the reason why we don't have stretch goals and stuff. I'm sure one of the questions will be, holy cow, your funding is going through the roof. How come you don't have any stretch goals at all? And, and the answer is that like the, 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 the money is a little misleading because it's going into the printing and shipping of books. And the higher that number goes, the more books are getting printed and shipped, right? Which was different than any other Kickstarter I've run where the cost of printing and shipping was put back to uh, the customer, right? That when you backed Fantastic Layers, for example, um, <laughs> Lazy DMs, Babar, yes. So when you backed Fantastic Layers, the previous Kickstarter I did, um, you it would the, the the cost to back the the physical version was low. It was like I think 
20 bucks or something like that. 20, it was, it was low. And the reason it was low, I think it was $20. And the reason it was low, uh, is because you, the, the, the customer that backed it at 20, uh, was actually going to have to pay like another amount of money, whether they ordered soft cover or hardcover, they would order their own version at their own price. And that was it, you know, it's a little kind of like ordering it on backer kit. And some people didn't dig it. We got a couple of people that complained about like, Hey, I thought I'd get the book. And you're like, you're not getting a hardcover book for 20 bucks. Like, I'm sorry. And a PDF, right? That's, you know, so, um, yeah. So in this case, we are going to be shipping books to people's door, right? For every, for all of the books that are getting ordered, they're all going to go into print and they're all going to be, uh, you know, big pallets of them are going to be shipped around the world, freaking me out. And then those are going to be packaged up into individual books, into individual boxes and shipped to people's door, which means, yeah, the number is really big and that's great. And I'm very excited and very happy. Um, but it's not like, you know, I'm swimming in a, you know, I'm swimming in a bathtub full of cash oh, that is going into the books. Right. So, um, yeah, so that is that, that's, you know, again, it's all, it's all great, but it is also an obligation. And I definitely see it. I definitely see it as an obligation because I want to get this book into people's hands and it's in a new style and a new format, uh, and a new whole production method that is brand new to me, which is why I'm being cautious about everything else. It means the book is already written. The book is already in editing. I've worked with the editor many times. My friend Scott Gray, fantastic editor. Uh, he edited all kinds of things. I think he edited while beyond the witch light, right? Fantastic editor. And he's a layout. He can do layout too. So he's actually doing the editing and layout, which is really efficient, really, really nice to have one guy doing both. Cause then he can go back and forth and he can fix things and then go back right into the layout and fix and layout. That's fantastic. Right. And if I was doing it, the old print on demand way, this whole thing would be super easy. Right. But because we're, we want the highest quality for, for, for these, for these books, um, you know, now, now it's a whole new ball game. Now it's a, you know, I, 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 I had to go to a, a new level with this. Um, will you do, do any more videos or material with the ADHD and D, uh, dungeonographer? I hope so. I had a really good time talking to him before. Um, that was a really good, you know, really good time talking with him. I forget the fellow's name. I suck. Too many names today in my head. So, um, yeah, I definitely would do that again. Question, is the hardcover return different? Yes, it will be different. I already bought a hardcover return on DriveThruRPG. Still wouldn't mind buying it again. It is the same exact material on the inside. I've got my hardcover version from um, right here. I guess, you know, I, of course, keep one on hand. Don't bang the mic, right? So there is a hardcover version that's available from, available from DriveThruRPG. Uh, I think that there are two. Let's take a look. Uh go to drive through make sure it <laughs> uh, so there is both a standard color so that's the soft cover okay right so if you want this the hardcover premium color it's now 31 bucks right it's not cheap to get the hardcover version but that is the premium color version so it looks really nice but that's a pretty expensive price um, and then the soft cover standard color book is $12. Uh, so much less expensive, uh, but the color quality isn't as good. Uh, the, the, the print copy of this book, the, the hardcover version is 30 bucks from the new printer that we're working with, but it's going to have nice glossy pages, thread bound binding. So it will be a higher quality version of the book than even the hardcover premium version. And it'll be a buck less you know, for what that's worth. Um, so that helps, right? That, that, um, 
you know, would, would you, you know, do you have to buy it again? Absolutely not. If you have a hardcover version of the book, you absolutely don't have to buy it. And you're not going to be, it's not going to be that different. But, you know, if you really wanted the best version of the book, it's the best version of the book. Um, so yeah, hard, hard to say. So is there a difference? Yes, there is a difference. The print quality will definitely be different. Um, and, you know, at, at 30 bucks. So if you, if you really love it, you know, you can always give one away as a gift to a friend. Um, you know, I'm sure they'll appreciate it. So, um, yeah. Oh man. Every time I look at that number, it gives me anxiety. Uh, what else? So any other questions? Hardcover version, please ask any questions you've got. Anybody that's here, anybody that has a question about the lazy DMS companion Kickstarter, uh, please feel free to ask any questions. I am here to answer your questions about it. Uh, just stick the word question all in caps in front of your question. So if things start to scroll, I won't miss it. Have you thought about combining the three books into one? That is an excellent question. And that gets into uh, a common. So I think like we, you know, lots of comments today. And, um, and then, uh, so the next one here says, uh, uh, one, five, nine. That's a great name. Um, would all the books be spiral bound? Uh, no. So they're all three different formats. So why are they in three different formats? What's who, who does that? What madman puts out three books in three totally different formats, hardcover, softcover, and spiral bound. Why would you do such a thing? So that's what I'm going to answer. Uh, and, and, and it's also why I don't combine them into a single book. Um, I actually talked to them, right? It makes more economic sense to bundle them together into a single book, uh, except they're not the same book, right? They don't fit together. So the, uh, the reason why is it's about how you use the book. I put this in the fact on the Kickstarter too. Uh, it's about how you use the book and where the book fits into your life. I try to think about the usability and the usefulness and having spent time with these books, uh, how do they get used? So Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master is your top level philosophical RPG book. It is a book that you sit with to think about how you run your games, how you prepare your games and how you think about your games. And you read it and you kind of look up and you drink your coffee and you think about it. Yeah, those are good ideas or hopefully, right? And then uh, you, you, know, you get some ideas from this. You get the eight steps from, oh yeah, this is how I can do my prep. But you don't reference it all the time, right? Like the way I expect it to be used is ideally somebody sits down, they read the first couple of pages, they look at the outlines, maybe they skim it and read the summaries that are in the back of the end of the chapters. And maybe they like it enough. They actually read the whole book, you know, cover to cover. Cause it's not a huge book. It's 96 pages. It's not, you know, it's not a tremendous amount of words. And, and, and none of the stuff I do is tremendous. Like I don't try to do 300 page books because who has the time, right? So but the idea is you've read, you read it, you internalize it, and then you've got it, and then you set it aside. And maybe once or twice a year, you pull it off your shelf and you kind of review it again just to sort of reinforce the system, right? That's how return gets used. Uh, the workbook, doo -doo -doo. so the workbook, on the other hand, I really should have the spiral-bound version. I've got one upstairs. Uh, the workbook is intended to sit at your table while you're running your game, right? This book is a 48-page uh, DM screen, right? It is, it has reference material. It's got maps. It's got stuff to help you improvise your game and, you know, shift left when the characters go left and, you know, random tables to kind of build a bunch of different things, a whole page of random names on here. You know, this is reference stuff that you should have on hand, right? And it, you're supposed to beat it up, right? You, you, you can, you can be hard on this copy of the book. And so, since that is sitting on your table, spiral bound, we actually, I actually did this and I've recommended it. You can take the, 
the the perfect bound copy, right? And you can take it to a Kinko's and they'll cut the binding off and they'll spiral bound it. And I did that with a couple of them and they're amazing that way. They're, they work so well because they lay flat in front of you, right? You can flip the whole thing around and just have the page you want. You can turn it back and forth. When you're sitting there at your DM table, there's stuff all over the place, right? And to try to take a great big hardcover book and keep it open, we know what that's like when we're trying to do our monster manual or DMGs and our other things. So a spiral bound copy of the workbook actually is the most usable version of this book for that, for that idea, which is that it's sitting on your table while you're running your game. Now, the Lazy DM Companion actually sits between those two. You've got your pull it out once or twice a year to review it copy of Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master. You have your workbook, which it goes in your gaming kit and goes with you on the road or, or sits at your table. And then you have the Companion. And the Companion actually is meant to sit there while you're doing your prep, right? That while you're thinking about the game, while you're getting ready to have your game, you've got the Companion there. And you use it to generate ideas. You use it to help you think about your secrets and clues. You use it to give you some, some ideas for s strong starts. And then it's got a whole bunch of tools for how do you, um, how do you, know, how do you run wilderness encounters? Or um, you know, how do you, if you're gonna run a, a, a huge uh, horde of monsters, how do you do that, right? Lots of different things. So it's not really intended. It can be used at the table too. It's got, the tables are good enough that, in a pinch, you could whip that thing out and you could roll on some tables and come up with stuff. But it's really intended that you're gonna be using it during prep, right? So you have sort of philosophy, you have at your actual table, right, running the game, and then you have your prep. And the prep book is the companion. And being that it's 64 pages, it doesn't make sense to be a hardcover book because we talked about that because of Babar. And, uh, you know, but it's big enough that it sh probably should be perfect bound, right? So, and you don't really, it doesn't really need to be spiral bound because it's not that thing that's sitting with you at the table. So perfect bound is, is nicer for that. So that's why there are three different books is because they, they fit idea. My, my thought, right. Is they, they fit in three different parts of your DMing life. And if you packed it all in the one book, uh, you'd be carrying around 96 pages of material. You're only meant to look at once or twice a year. Right. And meanwhile, there's 48 pages in that. 212 page book, I mean, 192 page book, right? There's 48 pages you're actually using at the table, but you're bringing the other big pile of pages with you. So that's a long way, but it's a, you know, it's a common question. Like, why are you doing this, right? Why would you have three different copies? Well, it is not because it is not without clear thought, right? It's not without clear thought towards design uh, that, that, that goes on. So, so I hope that answered the question, right? Uh, so, um, uh, uh, Blaro says, who, who are the artists behind this great art in this book? So, uh, Jack Kaiser has done all of the covers for all of my books back to fantastic adventures. Uh, and he had, he did the cover for this book too. Uh, I, I saw Jack Kaiser's work first with shadow of the demon Lord by Robert Schwab. And I loved it. And then I asked him to do the cost for or, uh, the cover for returning. He did that and blew it out of the water. And then he did the workbook, which is also crazy good. And I said, you got to do another one. And this time let's do, you know, I, I refer to the lich in this one as Esmeralda, right? That's Esmeralda, the lich. And I'm like, we want Esmeralda's here's Esmeralda's, you know, table where she's like working on stuff. Let's do her lab right? What would her lab look like? And so he did this wonderful thing. We kept talking about stuff that was going to be in the lab. And so what you're looking at in the Lazy DM's Companion is the laboratory where she's experimenting with specific stuff, which I think kind of fits. I mean, theoretically, the covers for the book could be slightly different in that Returns cover could be on the workbook because it's she's actually sitting at the table playing. 
the work, you know, the return would have the big book on it, right? You can flip these two, right? And that might make more sense, but whatever, right? The covers are great. I'm not changing the covers. So, uh, so that would work well. Uh, what is the, uh, is the shipping cost fixed? Well, I'm not sure what you mean by it. So badfish644 asks, is the shipping cost fixed? Do you mean fixed as in it was broken and we fixed it? Or do you mean it is a specific cost? I need a little more context to answer that question. Uh, how useful do you expect it to be for other systems and additions? Fantastic question. I'm also waiting for somebody to ask me how well this will fit when you're doing uh, when we're thinking about the new version of D&D that's coming out in three years. There's all our stuff going out the window. I'm waiting for that question. So anybody who wants to ask that question, I'm ready to answer it. The answer is it's, it'll be fine. Um, how useful do you expect to be other systems? Very useful. Uh, I, I, I don't have a percentage yet, but if we look at the Kickstarter page and you read through, you can do this kind of experiment yourself, right? Oh, so many things. You can look down, this is all of the things that are going to be in the companion, right? These are, we broke them out by like four big sections, adventure generators, campaign generators, 5e tools, and lazy DM guidelines, right? And, and you can kind of read through these and decide for yourself, will, which of these do you think will work well in whatever your game system is? And I think only the, the 5e tool section is the only section that's really specific to 5e. And that's because like first level play, and I bet you there's a lot of stuff in here that actually works with other systems too. So I think, like I was thinking about the lazy combat encounters, and I think that the way this book handles combat encounters and, and talks about how to build combat encounters works in all of the systems. Actually, there's something about how to make a robust book that I'd like to talk about, if somebody wants to ask me about that. So, um, yeah, so so this is the number of pages. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there's nine out of 64 pages, I think, that are specific to 5e. And, and even those, I think, like running hordes, the way I do hordes in here, I bet you you could do that running hordes thing in any system. Um, I bet you the treasure generator would work in not any system maybe, but a lot of systems. Um, the templates are pretty 5e specific. So those, those are going to be specific. The difficulty dials, I think the difficulty dials work in any system, really stress effect. I don't know why I put stress. Oh, I guess I put stress effects in here because it, it has some 5e mechanics to it, but you could probably use stress effects in other systems too. So the answer, and a lot of the philosophy, the answer is not much, right? The answer is a lot of this stuff, not much is 5e specific, Nearly all of this book, I think, could work with other fantasy RPGs. Most of it could work with other fantasy RPGs. And it could also work a lot with other versions of D&D, including like 4th and everything else. And that would even throw like Pathfinder and 13th Age into that. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm proud of that fact, right? I'm proud and I'm happy about that. These books are very practical for people who play 5e, but also work really well for other pe for people that play that play other systems. Uh, okay, so Badfish66 uh, clarified the... Oh, no, he's, I, I'm still looking at the same question, right? Uh, now I want a sleeve to keep them all together. Yeah, we're not going to do a sleeve. I don't know how that would work. You know, this is one of those complications that I'm just not ready to do yet. Uh, so is the book future-proof? Thank you, you're asking the questions. Uh, so, okay, Badfish, I want to get back to Badfish because he asked this question originally. Uh, will the shipping cost change? Probably. Is it going to be huge? I mean, the problem is shipping is crazy in the world right now. So it's really hard. We put our best estimates uh, down here in this table 
Uh, it's kind of hard to see here. Let's see if we can blow that up. There we go. So in this table, we have the estimates. Uh, this came from, oh, look, they added some new stuff. So uh, one important point is that I am working with uh, Nord Games. So Nord Games has been doing, they have a lot of first, they're, they're, they have a lot of material that they publish themselves, a lot of RPG material, D&D material that they publish themselves. They also work with creators like me uh, to help handle the kind of stuff I can't handle. One of the things that they handle is global distribution and delivery. So uh, I, 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 I worked with them. You know, I've been talking to them for, I think, more than six months now. Uh, I was just on the show with Chris, the CEO of Nord Games this morning, talking about this while we were going. And uh, they have they actually have staff that live overseas that help manage the shipping. They know about how to try to ship things. These these uh, little flags uh, or the little symbols here for the different countries are the uh, the, the 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 shipping friendly company is shipping friendly countries that Nord is used to working with, which I think means we have a relationship. They Nord has a relationship with a distributor in that country and can ship it within that country, and it makes things a little bit easier. Um, but the reality is shipping is weird. So will these sh levels change? Probably not. I said, would they change? The answer is probably not. We feel pretty confident about these. Um, I think the only real worries about shipping are time delays and things like that, because it's just nuts. Uh, but generally speaking, I do not expect these shipping things to change. And what will happen is when you back on backer kit, uh, that's when you pay for shipping, right? That's when you you pick your specific location for shipping. Nord is going to fill on all of the specific details for every single country, including shipping and VAT. And then you'll be charged uh, right then for shipping. But this gives you a pretty good estimate of what shipping is going to be. So will it change? Only in a disaster. But we're living in interesting times. I wish I could be, you know, I wish I could be absolutely yes. But the problem is like, it's going to be six months probably before we're ready to ship the book and the world, the world can change. But I think we're pretty confident about this. I, 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 I feel pretty solid about, about, about the shipping, the shipping fees here. I hope that answers your question. I'm waffling a little bit because it's like, it, it's, out of my, it's out of my thing. But that's why I'm working with Nord. And Nord has done this. Like they've, they shipped all over the world. They have many Kickstarters that they've done they've really proven themselves in this area, which is why I'm very excited to work with them. Uh, oh, thank you. Two people asked, is this book future-proofed? Uh, so there is a guy named Nassim Talib who wrote a bunch of books, including The Black Swan, which was really popular. Uh, he's a really interesting fellow. He's kind of an economist. He's, he's like a crazy economist and he gets into like fights with people online all the time. He's kind of a big personality. So I don't know that I'd like the guy, but... But his books are interesting. And he wrote a book about black, called The Black Swan where he basically says like predicting the future is basically impossible, right? That like black swans are what wreck. You know, you can't, everybody's trying to predict the future all the time. And, you know, we, we're all really good at predicting the future. We're really good at humans in general are really good at predicting the future. We're just not accurate about it, right? We're, we're good at doing the prediction. We're just wrong a lot. So uh, he talks about it. But one of the things he, he wrote a book called Anti-Fragile, and in Anti-Fragile, he talks about like, well, how do you future-proof something? And his best argument for it was, if you want something to last 60 years, you have to ask yourself, would this work 60 years ago, right? Would it, if, if, if I made it 60 years ago, would it have worked? And if I was to take it and go backward in time instead of forward in time, would it still work? And I think when we, when, when I look at the books, some of this is accidental. I'm not going to say that I, that I had this philosophy in my head when I was writing all these. Um, but I lucked out that it worked out that way. If you look at Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master and you go back 50 years, 40, 
let's go back 48 years, right? You go back 48 years and you find somebody who's just playing zero E D and D they're playing the white box edition and you handed them return to the lazy dungeon master. They could use it, right? They could use it right there with zero E. They all, if you look at every old edition of D and D, you know, zero E, uh, BX, um, first edition, second edition, third edition, third, 3.5, fourth edition, fifth edition, 5.5. Um, which is not really out yeah, that the past or Pathfinder, 13th age, you know, a whole, uh, um, savage worlds, right? If you look at these old systems and you say the stuff that we've learned in return of the lazy dungeon master, which we've all kind of learned together, is that still useful there? And if the answer is yes, well, then it's probably going to remain useful, right? Uh, the tables and stuff that are in the lazy DMs workbook are built around fifth edition, the maps and stuff though, these maps, you know, would these have been useful when I was 14 years old playing second edition D and D probably. Right. So that part will last, uh, the, you know, the, the, uh, random dungeon monster tables that are in here. Um, these, I actually took the idea from the first edition dungeon master's guide. Cause there isn't one of these in the newer DMGs, but there are in here. And I think it works really well. And the monsters that are in here are based on the current SRD, but that SRD is also based on the 3.5 SRD, which is also based on the BX system. So, you know, stone golems and behirs and shield guardians and black dragon wormlings, they existed in previous editions too, which means they'll probably exist in future editions, which means this will probably continue to last. And I think the same is true. I, the, the same is true with the companion. Like how many of the pages, if you stack these three books up and we say, they, let's pretend for a minute that they make a sixth edition of D&D, not what they're talking about. And I'm going to talk about that all on the show on Sunday. So let's not get into the new edition of D&D yet because I got lots of thoughts and they're all pretty good. Um, but we'll talk about that in a future edition, future episode. But instead, let's say we have all three of these books in a stack. And let's pretend for a minute there's a sixth edition of D&D, new development team came in and they said, we're going with a whole new way. And they do a whole new kind of RPG. Uh, I bet you if they, if they, unless it's completely radical, like it's digital only, it turns out it's a clicker game on your phone. Um, unless they go completely radically away from the core concepts of what an RPG is, these books are going to work. I think for the most part, like, we, you know, there's a percentage of them that won't. I'm not going to lie. There's maybe 10, 10%. I bet it's not even 10%. There's some amount of these books that aren't going to work, but it's going to be pretty small. And the reason why I'm pretty confident in that is because I look at these and say, how useful are they for BX, first edition D&D, second, third, 3.5, fourth, and fifth? And the answer is pretty, they work, right? They work fine. So, um, yeah, so I was excited to talk about that because I've been, I've been thinking about that. I was talking about that with a friend of mine. And, and it, it is definitely something I was thinking about, um, with the companion while I was working on it. And then the new edition got announced and I was like, yeah, no, I'm cool. Like, you know, I, I had some people, some, some friends of mine in the, in the publishing world are like, well, I just had three projects canceled because of that. Right. And you're like, wow. And I'm like, well, I got a Kickstarter. I'm launching literally two days after they announce a new edition. Am I hosed? And I'm like, no, no, this will work fine. I'm not, I'm not concerned at all. I think. I think 100% of the Lazy DMs Companion will work with what they're coming out with in, in 2024. And I think pretty much 100% of all of the previous two books will work too. So I think buying these three books, they're going to last a long time. Uh, so robust book. DM Chromie says, you mentioned a couple times during your Sunday streams that you might want to tweak your Lazy CR guide. Will there be any changes to the Lazy Combat Encounter guide? 
I don't think, let's take a look, right? Um, so by the way, for, for, you know, when, when, so, so we have a couple of different things. We have the sample chapters, right? Which everybody has access to. Uh, where's that right here? This is the 17 page sample chapters, uh, where that you can go, you can go get it right now. You can go download it right now. Uh, go to the Kickstarter page. You don't even have to pledge, right? But I, I, it matters to me that we're getting good stuff. Go to the lazy DM. I should even put this in Twitch, shouldn't I? Uh, go to lazy DM companion page, Kickstarter page. And right at the top is 17 page free sample. Click that sucker. And you get access to 17 pages of this book for free. They grab without even backing the book. See it, try it out, see if you like it. Hell, I'll put the sample URL in the things. Save you a click. So then there is two PDFs that have been available to patrons on SlyFlare's patrons now uh, and have been growing over the year, over probably about a year, I think a little bit more than a year. And much of the material that's in the Lazy DM Companion is coming from those materials that the patrons have seen now for some time, including this stuff. And we were talking about Lazy Combat Encounter Benchmarks. That's page 17. So what you're seeing now is essentially the, it's not really a rough draft because it's been through iterations, but it is, the, it is the patron version of what is going to be published. The difference is this hasn't been through Scott Gray for editing and it's, it hasn't been in the layout yet. And it, it hasn't, doesn't have any art. Uh, I don't know if this page will have art anyway. We'll see. That's stress effects. That's not what, here it is. Uh, I don't, so, but the answer to your question, do you think it will change more? I don't think so. I'm pretty happy with what is in this encounter benchmark. Uh, I guess is the question, is there something, uh, you mentioned a couple of times during a Sunday stream, you might want to tweak your lazy CR guide. I don't think I need to tweak it. I, I, the thing is like, it's been, it's still in draft. So if I need to tweak it, I tweak it. And if I think anything will, I can change pretty much anything in this entire book up until we send it to, for printing. So I can even change it after the PDF has come out. Um, it's when it goes to printing, then it's kind of set. And then I pretty much leave it alone, right? The good thing is I've been working with this for a long time. I've been working with it over a year. Many people, hundreds, hundreds of people have seen it already. So it's, there's some good proven stuff in here. Um, and in answer to your question, I think this is pretty solid. The, 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 the big one was this is at 11th level and higher encounter may be deadly if the sum total of monster challenge ratings is greater than three quarters of the sum of the character levels. That was one where it's like, it's really deadly right and i think i even say like if you you know this poses a much greater challenge than the baseline guidelines but may serve you more accurately for higher power characters so i have a disclaimer in there if you want to use the if you it's basically like there's a dial for combat encounter benchmark and it's like a, an encounter may be potentially deadly if the sum total of monster challenge ratings is greater than one quarter of the sum total of character levels or one half if they're fifth level and above that's like two parts of the dial, right? But then I added two other parts, which is three quarters and one equal to, and that's for 11th and 17th, which may be accurate, but boy, one-to-one -one CR to level at 17, you're going to be facing some nasty. That means if you're 20th level, you're a 20th level, four 20th level characters would face four CR 20 monsters. And that's a lot of monster to face. Um, but I put it in there because I think it, I think it can work. Uh, so the answer is no, I don't think, I don't think this is going to change. Uh, I, I don't have any plans to change it. If, if things turn out not to work out, then I might change it. But yeah, so that's works out. So that's that. Um, shipping costs, future proofing. Uh, 
Uh, what do I know about 6E? Nothing. I know what you know. And we'll talk about that on Sunday. Uh, if you come to the Sunday show or you watch the video on YouTube, uh, I'll talk more about what I, my understanding. I think people are making, the, the hard part is that people are making a lot of assumptions about what that means. And I don't think it's been clarified by Watsi yet. So I hear them say it is definitely 5E backward compatible. I bet they're right, but I don't think that's what Watsi said. So there's what Watsi said. And then there's like what we're assuming they meant, right? And that's where like having 500 pundits adding their own thoughts to it is not clarifying the situation. But well, I, I <clears throat> and I think the answer is it's it's going to be fine. Uh, is there something that uh, not that quite not made it? Oh, my screen just flashed here. Hang on a sec. It'll come back. There it goes. Uh, is there something that's not quite made it into the book or something you'd love to add but didn't fit? No. Uh, there isn't. And I actually have a couple of pages uh, in the end of the book in reserve. So when if something comes up, what I really racked my brain, really thought hard for many, many months about what was going to be in here. Uh, there are some things that are not going to be in here. Um, you know, none of them are going to take away. There's nothing in here that I go, oh, I really wish I could have added it. There's some specific kind of adventure generators and specific location generators that, you know, overland generators that are probably not going to make it in here. There's also some experimental stuff that I, I kind of like, but I, I haven't tested. I don't use it myself. That's a big red flag for me. I'm more than happy to offer it to patrons so that patrons can use it and try it and like it. I am not comfortable printing it in a book because I, it really needs to be solid to be in the book. So an example, I'm sure people are like, what? What am we not going to get? Uh, an example was I had a generator of locations for the frozen north. And really, I wrote that for myself to use for my Rhyme of the Frost Maiden game. It could go in here, but it was pretty Frost Maiden specific, right? It wasn't universal enough that I think it would work perfectly for any Frozen North. And I think like the wilderness stuff in here is way better, you know, way more universal. And there's also like a, I think there's a Frozen Tundra uh, location in one of the other sections of the book. So I think there's more than enough material to kind of cover that. But that was there. The other one was I had a, a I think a three page take on building your own monsters. It was sort of a revision of the monster creation stuff in the Dungeon Master's Guide. And the idea that I had was what would a three-page monster manual look like? Like what if you had a book and you could just make monsters on the fly and you didn't have to have the monster manual in front of you at all. You could just reference a table, pick a line. That line told you what the monster was like. You pick some special features. It tells you what the special features do and you're you've got a monster, right? And you could literally build one at the table. I wanted to be able to build monsters as easily as Numenera makes it to, to build monsters. And I wrote it up and it looks good, but I haven't really tested it yet. And I haven't gotten a lot of feedback on it because I don't, I don't use it because I've got the monster manual and I like monsters. So I, 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 it's not going in the book because it isn't thoroughly tested. And I don't know how important that is. Um, I, I don't think, I, I, I think that would be something for 
something else, right? I think that that would be better placed in a book that had a whole system in it rather than just this one thing. Because I think the reality is we love our monster books, right? And we, we don't need a book that makes us use general monsters. And if you really needed to, the Dungeon Master's Guide has it. But if there are people who want it, it's available to patrons and it's gonna be available in that thing. One thing, patrons are still gonna have access to all the stuff that won't make it in the book anyway. But the stuff that didn't make it in the book is not like, wow, I really wish it could go in and it couldn't. Um, instead, everything that's in the book, like every single page that's in there, I've really thought hard about to make sure that it's in there. And then I thought really hard about what, what could be in this book? What should be in this book that's not? And I asked myself that question a lot. And the answer was there wasn't, I, I really think that everything that's in there is good. And I don't think it's missing anything that really is helpful. Great question. Thank you for asking that. Uh, have I started writing my next book? No. Do I want to tease it? No. Do I have thoughts? Yes. I have thoughts about my next thing. Um, but I'm not really going to talk about that. We want to talk about this book and it's, you know, I haven't started, I haven't put any word. I think I have some notes that I put down somewhere, uh, but that is it. Uh, 17 pages. Yes. The preview is 17 pages. I wanted a big preview that really shows you what's going on. So yeah, <laughs> they're backwards. They started page 17. Uh, What's my next project? Have I ever, uh, so I'm, I'm not going to talk about my next project. This one is my next project. I'm, I'm really, I can't be more focused on this than I am. Like I'm really pouring my attention into this right now. Have I thought about what's next? Yeah, but it's fuzzy and it's way off. And I may throw it away. I may just, ah, I don't want to do that. Um, uh, ever considered official content to fix Watsy hardcover adventures? No, um, because I think that I cover that in my prep videos, in my review videos, and in my uh, On Sly Flourish. So I have a lot. If you want that kind of stuff, I, that's not the kind of thing I really want to pop. Oh, I should take it. I have an experiment that I've been running about packaging up the guides that I've written on Sly Flourish and putting them together into a guidebook that you could then pick up for five bucks on the DMs Guild, and it would be better edited and it'd be in a nicer layout. Um, that's been slow, and it's been, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of going... It's a, it's a far off burner. So I'm not really, and I, I get distracted with other things. Um, because the answer is like, it's all here. So uh, if you go to slyflourish.com, right? And you go to the bottom of the big ass page here, uh, every one of the published adventures has numerous articles about running them, right? You know, Tomb of Annihilation, Salt Marsh, Ghost of, you know, Storm King's Thunder, Dragon Heist, Out of the Abyss, Descent into Avernus, and a couple on Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. I'm finishing that up. This is where I offer that stuff. I do it here and I do it in some YouTube videos. And I, I don't think, I don't plan to do a bunch of big things like that. Um, but I am experimenting with that one. And then that one was going to be for uh, Horde of the Dragon Queen. We're going to take the Horde of the Dragon Queen articles that are in here and package them up into a book that you get and then sort of buy it for five bucks and you have a PDF that has everything in it. So let's see. Um, lots of stuff in the past few months. Oh yeah. So I'm glad you use this stuff on Patreon. I'm glad it's worked for you. I really like it. And that, I think that's great. Cause I think, I, I hope you'll like it in the book. Um, da -da. Uh, how long does the L lazy dungeon master campaign oh man i see you have an acronym uh you have an acronym for me that i didn't even know which is the acronym for my own book lm ldmc hmm. Hmm. uh does the ldmc tweak uh tweak downtime actions at all i had a thing on downtime i was working on 
But downtime is covered pretty thoroughly in the Dungeon Master's Guide and in Xanathar's and the Player's Handbook. And I didn't feel I, what I wrote. I, I I think that the stuff that I wrote made it to uh, patrons. I, I don't know if it did. It might not have. Now that I think about it, I don't think it did. Um. I, yeah, I don't I don't see it in here. Uh, so it's it's on the back burner. But I can tell you that it when I worked on it, I felt like I was rehashing. Uh, stuff that already had been done, right? I don't think I had a good enough take on it that it was really like, here's the lazy way of doing downtime activities. I don't, I don't think I had anything like that. Um, so that's why that didn't, there was a little thing, but it didn't really make it in. Uh, just got here, you tend to, sorry to ask. Is there a non-Kickstarter release date for the new book on Amazon? No, uh, probably summer of next year if I had to guess. It will be on Amazon. Uh, so, I mean, one of the big reasons for doing this Kickstarter is to get all three of these books into a print cycle, you know, so that we can start to put it to local game shops. We can start to sell it. The actual book on Amazon instead of a print-on-demand copy. Uh, it'll be available on the Nord stores. So you can buy it from them uh, in their print, and it'll be offset printed. So a big part of this Kickstarter is, is, is churning that big crank and getting it so that these three books are in regular publishing, which I wish I had done three years ago. But we're here now. So um, they will be available in those other platforms. I would guess, I would hope summer, maybe next fall, right? We, we'd set the Kickstarter one year out, but we're hoping to have it sooner than that. It's just, you, you don't know with shipping, right? Shipping is so crazy. Uh, it's really hard to... Um, uh, uh, the three-page monster manual in the Sly Flourish RPG. Uh, I'm just getting the whole Lazy DM series and was wondering, do you have in your book something like an appendix end? Yes, I do. Um, actually, yes. So the Lazy DM Companion is going to have a section on that. Uh, we, we, we put one together. I put a new one together. So one is uh, Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master, uh, the, 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 the big book. Uh, has both a chapter on influ on on yeah so chapter twenty five and page seventy five has priming the GM's brain and it's sort of your appendix end it's got books movies TV shows video games comics that are good that uh, I've found to be good for influence uh, I wanted to update that uh, I wanted to include more stuff and then and then the references and additional reading chapter at ninety two it's the very end of the book has pages of, or you know, three pages of other good books and systems and articles and videos that really I, I found to be very useful for writing this book and feel that it would be great for DMs to do their research. So you want to get, you want to be better at a DM? Those are two ways. But the, um, uh, the companion is going to have a section on inspirational material. It's going to be an expansion of that. And uh, here are the, here's the example uh, uh, of what it is. It's, it's just a great big list of stuff, right? And it's what are some other tabletop RPGs that you can play to get you, you know, to, to, to cross train, right? To cross chain out of D&D. Uh, books and comics that I really like. I think there's some reprints from Return in here, uh, but probably not many. Uh, TV shows, what are, I, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's some reprints in here. Um, you know, what are some books and comics? TV shows, and then a great big list of movies that are really good for, for getting your, you know, kind of fueling your mind. So yes, there is, this is it. And you'll see it in the companion. 
I'm spoiling the whole book on day one. Uh, not going to tease it, then proceeds to tease it. Uh, project next, fuzzy things. Yes. Uh, if that's fantastic, Laura, too, you better not throw it out. Uh, fantastic layers, too. I'd, I'd take it. It's not going to be fantastic layers, too. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> lazy, fuzzy things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, if you are in the patron, if you are a patron and you want these documents, you can go to the pinned notes in the Patreon Discord and get them there. It is also the if you go to your patron page, it's the number one page. It's like the pinned page on the patron has links to all of the stuff that you get as a patron. You get a lot of good stuff. Um, what else? Question. Here we go. Have you considered adding indexes to your book? Uh, it is nice to have an al alphabetical list of topics as well as the page. That's a good point. I. I have I considered it? I guess not really because they're not huge and the tables of contents are pretty good. Um, I have not put an index in there. Uh, I'll tell you what, next time I'm thinking, so it doesn't really need one for the companion. Uh, if I do a, man, indexes must be hard to do. If I do another rewrite of return or whatever the thing is after that, I'll seriously consider an index. That's a really good idea. I, I don't know why I've never thought about it. Um, that would make sense. It's a definition. I really like how 13th age does it. If you look at 13th age, oh, I'm going to break my arm. Uh, if you look at the excellent RPG 13th age, uh, 13th age has a really good index. I think it's 13th age. Is it not? Yeah, there it is. So 13th age has an index. Both Monty Cook Games and, and, and Pelgrin with 13th age did it. They have an index and glossary in one section. So they have all of these different terms that have a one-line description of that term and a page number where you can find out more. That's really, really useful. It's a, it, they did a great job, a, a great job at that. And that would be pretty good for the Lazy DM stuff. The thing with the Lazy DM stuff is they're not huge books. Um, Numenera actually does an index in line. So every time they bring up a particular term or like a monster name or whatever, in the outer boundary, it's got a link that, or you know, link. It's got a term and then the name or then the page number. So you know exactly where to go. So the, the whole book is indexed while you're reading it, which is really fascinating too. Really good design. Uh, more questions. Who's got more questions to ask? Or is there any, are there other questions? So I think uh, the, the two, oh, uh, there is a big question. When do you get your stuff, man? Uh, is the fact visible? The fact is visible. We have two questions uh, that we came in. Why are there three different formats of the book, which I talked about? Um, and when and how do you get, uh, when and how do you get the PDFs you pledged for, right? Because much of the material that people are backing or some people are backing is old material. It's stuff that already exists, right? So they should get it right away. Well, you can't get it right away in Kickstarter because the money in Kickstarter hasn't actually gone anywhere yet, right? You haven't actually paid yet. You don't pay till at the end of the Kickstarter. And then it takes two to three weeks before Kickstarter releases the funding to the creator, to me. And only at that point can we lock in backer kit and, uh, and, and actually get it out. So the way it's going to work, you will get it as soon as you can is the, sh the short, right? That we, we are not going to hold anything back that we have that you've already paid for. As soon as you paid for it, as soon as you said, I want this thing, we're going to work our asses off to get it to you. And, uh, I, I actually, I asked Chris from Nord. So Chris at Nord and, and Nord games in general is going to be managing the backer kit part of this. They're going to be managing the products and making sure that all smooth because they've done it a million times before. And I haven't. Right. 
And so I asked Chris to write this up in the fact, and he did. Um, and you know, if your pledge includes in a PDF that's already published, like Return to Lazy Dungeon Master, you will receive a link to download the PDF as well as instructions on how to add it to your drive-through RPG account after you've completed the backer kit survey, which will be sent approximately two weeks after the campaign ends. So the timeline is the Kickstarter ends. The, the Kickstarter has to wait for all kinds of things. Then two to three weeks afterwards, the money goes from Kickstarter to the creator, to me. And at that point, we know how much we received and we fire up backer kit and say, tell us, you know, we, we already know what you asked for. Do you want anything else? Uh, do you want it? Did you need to change your order at all? And you can do all that. You can't get money back from that, right? You, you, whatever you pledge goes in. Um, but you can change what you ordered, I think. And then if you pick the PDFs, and there's actually a bunch of PDFs available in Backerkit that's more than just the three books. There's also Fantastic Layers, Fantastic Adventures, and um, Ruins of the Grendel Root are available in PDF, uh, not in print, just in PDF at a discount. So you can then add those things and you will get all that stuff as soon as the backer kit is done. And then you'll con you continue to get stuff as it gets released. So as soon as the companion PDF is done, you'll get another one for that. And then as soon as we're ready to send the print copies, you'll get that. The one area is you won't get the print copies of the original books until all three books are done because they're going to ship at the same time because it'd be crazy expensive if we're trying to do it any other way. So you're, you're going to get all of the books at once. Right. And that will be at the end of the Kickstarter. So, yeah. But you get the PDFs as soon as we have them. <sighs> I didn't know I was online at this time. Yeah, I'm only online to do this particular show to talk about the Kickstarter. But, so, but I'll probably do two more of these, I expect. Maybe one every week. I don't know. We'll see how these goes. I'm enjoying myself. This is fun. How's your day going? Good. Yeah. How's your day going? Um, it's been crazy. I've, I've, I don't think I've worked this hard in one day ever. This might be the hardest day I've ever worked because there's a lot going on. And like, you know, boy, my inbox flooded. I had a bunch of things I needed to do, right? So like as soon as the Kickstarter launches, some, some behind the scenes stuff, if you will, you can't send out promotional links until the Kickstarter launches, right? I can't set up links that have tags so that I know what I'm getting. I know, I know that where pledges are coming from until you launch it. So I have this list. I had this like list of 14 different sources and then like 70 people that I wanted to talk to. And I couldn't even draft the, I could draft the notes, but I couldn't get the links in there until it launched. And then it launches and you know, it's exploding, right? And my discord's exploding. My inbox is exploding. My, my phone is exploding. It's already exploding now. Look at that spam risk. Nope. So my, my phone was blowing up, right? So everything was going crazy. And I'm trying to like ignore all that because like I got to get the email out and I got to get my patron message out and I got to get the tweets done. And I'm still not done with all that stuff, right? I want the YouTube video. I have a YouTube starter video, uh, YouTube announcement video that I want to get out. So I had to, I had to do all of that. I think I swallowed a bug. Um, I had to get all that ready right away. And, and then I went on with Nord for an hour, right? And then I had to eat. Right. And then I came back and did it. So I've been working all day, which is great. It's, I mean, it's awesome. It's really, really humbling. And, and it does like, I mean, not in a bad way, not in a serious way, but like, I don't look at the number cause it kind of freaks me out. Right. It, 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 cause I don't, I, I think back, I was watching Wormwood, uh, Worm, Wormwood, right? Yeah. Right. Wormwood, these guys, 
right? Uh, they have a, a show. They do tremendous Kickstarters, right? If you're familiar with Wormwood products, uh, this is an example. Their hex, their hex product on Wormwood, and the you know they do dice trays and stuff like that. And they have a really great YouTube video. And the YouTube video is sort of behind the scenes at the company. And they were doing a Kickstarter for the ultimate gaming table. And I think they got $4 million like really quickly, right? They got a lot of money really quickly. And this, and the, this, I think it was the CEO of the company. Doug at the time was the CEO. He's not the CEO anymore. And he's standing there looking at it. And all these other people are like cheering and like, yeah. And he, at one point he turns, he goes, you look at that number like it's a good thing. <laughs> right? And they're like... You know, what are you talking about? It's like, we got to make, it, it ain't about us getting $4 million. It's about us making $4 million worth of tables, right? And he's like, that could kill us, right? Like that, that we will either be awesome or we're going out of business, right? Now, my little project here is nothing like the ultimate gaming table and its complexity and its difficulty, but I am in uncharted water. I'm in uncharted water with the shipping thing. And I trust Nord. They've done outstanding work. Uh, I've worked with them very carefully and I, I have every expectation that this is going to go really well and I can't wait for it to do it. But it is still nerve wracking. And it is that like the bigger that number is, the bigger the commitment is, right? And, and that's what I feel. I'm very happy and I cannot wait to get this book in people's hands. But it is, it is uh, no. Um, the million dollar stretch goal is I, uh, I do this full time, but we're not getting there. So don't worry about that. Uh, are you planning any appearances on YouTube, Twitch channels? Uh, I don't have anything scheduled right now. Oh, I'm, I've got a couple things in the works, uh, but not specifically for this. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm on some stuff. So, um, yeah, as long as a bunch of your shipping isn't coming out of China, it is not. It is coming out of the, it's coming out of Europe. So, um, the printing is happening in Europe and shipping around Europe and that should be a lot smoother. So I think that that will be, I think that that will be good. Uh, what else? Any other, any other questions? We're, uh, you know, got uh, about five more minutes left, four, five, six minutes left for any other, for any other questions. Um, would you ever consider streaming a one shot of if say the campaign reached some crazy number? <sighs> streaming, I think I've talked about streaming games before. It's really not my bag, right? Like streaming, streaming games are kind of their own thing for the kind of people that really enjoy doing it. And, and that's, not really me. I love coming on here and talking with you guys. I love talking about D&D Online. Uh, I love um, all the show. I love the prep show. I, I love doing like one-on-one -on -one talk shows, things. And I, I really did love the one-on-one -on -one game that I did with Enrique. So if I was going to do another streaming game, I would do something like that. Scheduling is really hard. I've actually talked to Enrique and both of us desperately want to do an, another one if we can find the time. We're, we're two busy dudes, right? So no, I'm, I'm probably not going to do a streaming game as a, as a, I know I, I can, I'm very confident that I will not be doing a streaming game as a reward. And that's not really the kind of angle that I want to go into. Um, because there's so many good people doing it. Like you don't need me to do it. Right. And first of all, my games are not as awesome as you think they are. If you think that they're awesome, <laughs> right? Like my games are probably good D and D games. Right. And there's lots of good D and D games out there. And there's lots of games that you can watch online. That is not an avenue where I feel like I can, um, bring something to the world that, uh, that they can't, that people, that, that can't, people can't get elsewhere. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, would I rather fight one horse size kobold or a hundred kobold size horses? Uh, I'm going to go with the one horse size kobold, uh, there cause it gets fewer attacks. 
Uh, what else? Streaming is it really isn't conductive for engagement if they are cereal plots. Yeah. What is your favorite money cook supplement or product? I mean, I'll, I'll go with uh, uh, Numenera, uh, Numenera Discovery because I love Numenera and, and that book is the core book. Um, but I, boy, Monty Cook Games makes awesome stuff. But yeah, I did a big review on YouTube. Or you can you can go to YouTube and uh, check out my channels. And one of the shows I did, I did a deep review of of Numenera, and Numenera Discovery was the the core book for that that I that I really talked about. What else? Uh, how much do you do? Uh, how much for me to hand deliver the books? I could probably hand deliver to like two people, um, and a lot probably. Uh, which, uh, somebody said something about, oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Exercise. Uh, not really related to Kickstarter, but there is a bundle of, yes, there is. There is a humble bundle currently with materials from Frog God Nord and includes coupons. Uh, oh, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions on what material I could check out in their stores? Boy, I, I have to go look. I don't, I don't have any off the top of my on the, off the top of my head. Uh, question, any plans on an audiobook version? No, because it's all tables. It's not all tables, but it's so like, you know, you like look through the preview, right? And try to imagine what an audiobook of that would be like. <laughs> That's this is not audiobook friendly. So there won't be an ebook. Um there won't be an ebook of it. Uh I mean it'd be on PDF because you cannot really format this stuff well in in an ebook. Uh, it is just going to be 17 shrimp one. What dark history follows the NPC? Um, I, I, I talk often, um, uh, with Colby Elliott who did the return of the lazy dungeon master, um, narration. Or he did the, he did the, he did the reading of that and it was awesome. Uh, Colby Elliott reading tables. You're in for it. Yeah. We talked about it. We, we would love to do it, but there's just, there's no good, there's no good, there's no good way to do it. Uh, time for one more question. Who's got, who's got another question? Bring it, hit me, bring, bring something up. Uh, is there any other thing that I want to clarify? I guess, I don't think so. I think like the main things I wanted to talk about were like, how, when are you going to get what you're going to order? Why do we have these books in these different formats? You know, big question on stretch goals. Like, why aren't there stretch goals? And I think I already talked about this, you know, a bit. I'll probably bring it up again. Because like we're doing tremendous, like oh, why you know man look at all you did in one day and think about how you know got I got thirty days left to go how can I not do a stretch goal, and the answer is that in many cases money isn't the issue. So, a I think I brought it up before, which is now every dollar that's going in, many of those have a book coming out of the other end, not a PDF. So there's a cost, right? And have I thought of tabs for quick reference? No. And I don't know how, I mean, again, it's a short book. So I don't know how much it could use something like this. I also have no idea what that would do to the price. So a lot of things like that add a lot to the price. So I don't, I don't know that I need it. And I'm pretty sure like the things you want to have a tab on, uh, you can go down to the drugstore and buy the little sticky tabs. I do that. I have that for the monster manual, right? I like to tab the things in the monster manual uh, and pick the things that really work for you. Uh, good question though, right? I'm not knocking you. And that was, that, you know, it would be interesting, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh yes. This is a good question. Will there be EPUB versions of Return of the Lazy Dungeon Master and Ruins of the Grand Order in, in, in it? Yes. I think we called them PDFs and it, and that was a mistake. Um, but a good one because it means you're going to get more than that. You are going to get 
all, all of the EPUB versions that are available, uh, you will get when you get the digital version. So if you buy those, yes. And I should, I should put that in the fact. I will, I will jot that note down. And uh, yes, you will, you're going to get everything that we have. You will, you will get like, trust me, we're going to, we're going to fire hose you with stuff. You're just not going to get the print version because that, that's different. Um, uh, Poach Trout says, just joined. What type of content is in the Lazy DMs Companion? Uh, I will refer you to the Kickstarter page itself. Uh, somewhere in here. Somewhere is the Kickstarter page. Oh, my God. What did I do? Uh, I will refer to you to the Kickstarter page because it shows a lot. Uh, there's a video. I don't know if we have the... Um, so Nord was going to stick up the video section yet. I don't know if we've done that yet. Yeah, we did. So uh, I got to add another video in here uh, and I will do it right after this. Uh, I have a YouTube video that I put out, five minute video that talks about all of the stuff that you can find basically in the preview. And then I'm going to be doing a few videos where I talk about every one of the pages that's in there. So yeah, uh, you'll be able to see that. But if you really want to know about what kind of contents is the book, check out this, the 17 page free preview. Uh, and it will show you the kind of things that you can expect. So, so that is all there. Uh, so we've hit an hour. Uh, I want to thank everybody for hanging out with me tonight. I really, those of you who gave up or, or will be giving up their hard-earned cash to, uh, for, the, for this book that I'm putting out, uh, I really appreciate the support. It's very humbling. It, it makes me very emotional that, that people believe in me enough to, to do this. And I, I, you know, I want to do right by you, right? And that's everything that I'm... Everything that I'm working on is to make sure that this book, I mean, it's a small book, right? I get it. This isn't, you know, it isn't a huge, massive tome. I'm not putting out a three book RPG set, but a boy, I care about it, right? And I really want it to make your games better. I want it to make all of our games better. I, I use it, right? I use it regularly and I'm excited for it and I'm blown away by the support. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I thank you all. So thank you all for the support. Thank you for hanging out with me tonight for an hour, another hour talking about it. It's my two hours of video today. Um, and I'll be back again. Uh, you're gonna see videos on YouTube about it. I'm certainly gonna talk about it on my talk show on Sunday. Uh, I'll probably be on other shows where I'm talking about it. And I'll probably do a Q&A &A like this um, at, at least one or once or twice more, maybe even one every week until the end of the Kickstarter, particularly as topics come up, as questions come up, I want to, I want to talk about them. So thank you all very much. Have a great night and, uh, get out there, grab, grab your pages from the lazy DMS companion and, uh, go, go prep a D and D game. Uh, have a great night, everybody. Thank you very much.